Welcome to Blockchain Inside. The podcast is co-produced by Purdue Blockchain Lab and CastBox. Our vision is to connect everyone in the blockchain industry and explore the most up-to-date news. We hope that this podcast will be educational, easy to understand, and inspirational for all of our listeners. I'm Coach Colbertson. With me is Kimberly Colbertson. And with us is John Riley Third. How are you doing, John? You know what? I could not be better. How's everybody else doing? Good. Really good. John, why don't you take a minute to introduce yourself and share a little bit of your story with blockchain? Sure. I am the co-founder and CEO of CNC Blockchain Advisory. Um, just recently started a company about a month or two ago. And I got into blockchain about the end of 2016, beginning of 2017. Uh, my previous background is in Oracle Consulting for about 17 years of helping companies with software implementations, um, business process changes, digital transformation, um, and user training, user adoption training, and digital trans- um, transformation. But really, on helping understand, helping corporations understand the importance of what it means to do an implementation with software. And as I came across an article about blockchain, um, I kind of got into it thinking it was Bitcoin at first. But then I started hearing about the underlying technology of, of, of blockchain and how important it was. And I came across a book by Don Tapscott called Blockchain Revolution. And at that point, I think it was the pinnacle where I got a great perspective of how big blockchain was going to be. And really, my passion started around that's all I wanted to focus on. And I started shifting my attention from Oracle software technology over to blockchain. And over this past year, that's kind of been my focus. And this is where I'm at with it. Nice. So, John, you know, to really help our listeners understand blockchain better, uh, like you said, you, know, you, you even you initially thought, hey, you know, blockchain must is just Bitcoin and crypto. Can you help us drill down into the differences and connections between Bitcoin and blockchain? Sure. Um, the difference is really, I mean, you kind of look at Bitcoin as like an application that's sitting on top of blockchain. And blockchain is really the foundation. I tell people, you know, look at blockchain like it's this massive iceberg. And Bitcoin is really a grain of sand that's sitting on top of it. And Bitcoin, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and, and really, I mean, and you can't, when you look at the iceberg, you really can't see the grain of sand. Because that's how massive blockchain is and how it's going to be. Um, so that's to kind of say, hey, you know, that's just one use case that blockchain could be used for, and it happens to be digital currency. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been great because both of them have been providing great value. Originally, the focus was on Bitcoin, and then to around 2013, 2014, um, some of the industry experts out there started really seeing that the benefit in blockchain and the attention went from the digital currency is great, and it's, it's kind of new, but this underlying technology is transformational and can impact so many different areas than just digital currency. And this is where I'd say this momentum started with people being aware of it and becoming into the kind of this blockchain revolution. Right, right. So for a company that is interested in implementing blockchain, what's the bottom line for them? Who needs to be involved? What areas in the business process will be impacted the most? That's a good question. It's funny you say that because I just presented on it. (laughs) Excellent. Perfect. (laughs) You are the perfect person to answer then. Yes. So I, and my thing is I've I've had so many conversations with different people and I've worn two blockchain meetup groups in West Palm beach and really talked to a lot of people through LinkedIn. And the question always comes, you know, John, where should we start? Who should be be in these conversations? And just from doing consulting services and everything before, 
I understand with blockchain, it's a different monster, and it has to start with the executive leadership team first. That senior leadership team needs to be educated on it first, how it's going to impact them. They need to look at where it's going to impact those long-standing business processes that they're so used to doing kind of like on autopilot. And even with huh. previous technologies that come into play where they're like, oh, it's a new technology. It's going to speed the process up. Oh, it's going to do this. It'll save us money over here. With blockchain, it comes with a mind shift. They have to really transform how they've always done business. And that's not an easy process. When you have leaders that have been in place for 20, 30 years, now you're telling them, okay, now you need to think about doing business this way. And, oh, you no longer have to worry about dealing with these issues here. Now you can do it directly huh. here through certain things. Then it's, it's like, really, okay, but how do they get comfortable with that? And the only way to get comfortable, you have to be educated on it first before they implement it and not afterwards. <laughs> That's always helpful, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about a little bit, you know, on, on the in an advisory role. How do advisors get into this field smoothly? Just from my standpoint, the way I look at it, you definitely have to be passionate about it because when you're giving advisory, you have to know that what you're telling and the direction you're giving is going to benefit someone. It's going to be, you're providing value. And you're not saying, hey, it's a great technology, get into it, and it's going to do this, 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 and this. You need people wanting to see the vision of it and see the impact of it and then say, okay, how do I get there? Okay, let me tell you how you can get there. Or, you know what? Let's work together and collaborate on the best approach you should take based on what industry, whether that's healthcare, um, supply chain, insurance, really customizing that advisory to their specific needs and wants, but getting them comfortable or confident enough to say, okay, I think I have a lot of great insight now. And I tell them people, you know, you're not going to get blockchain in a week. You're not going to understand it in a month. You're going to, it takes long, so much longer than that. And even after you learn it, you have to keep learning because it changes every day. That yeah. day <laughs> dog, a, day, a day in blockchain is like a dog year. And like, I wake up and it's like every day I, I get a new email, I got a new notice and something happened here and I'm, Bitcoin Magazine has a new article and I'm like, wow, I'm like, okay, and it's, this is where you have to stay on top of it. And this is one thing I tell people, do not become complacent with thinking you know everything about blockchain. And once you do, you will start failing and you will start not being, you'll be left out of the loop if you, you're just going by what you know right now. John, you mentioned a little earlier that, that it needs to be a culture shift. It's not just a new technology. It's actually a new culture that needs to happen. And so as we are implementing blockchain, we really need to team up around that. Why is that? Because the culture, it's really, you have to embrace it. And blockchain is such a global technology, unlike anything I've come across before, that I talked to people in different countries and on purpose of what they were doing with it. And on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. Because I care because you can, you, can, you can be so like, if you're siloed and you're living in the U.S., you think, oh, it's just affecting here. But yeah. different parts of the world are looking to leverage blockchain in different ways. And case in point, I talked to um, a man that was over in Sweden. He's got his own consulting company. He's like, we're trying to use blockchain to help us move to a four-day work week so we can spend more time with our family. We want more quality oh, of life. Awesome. Let's wow. go to Sweden. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 that, and when I had that conversation with him, I was really just getting it fully into it. And I heard it. And nobody else had ever given me a use case like that for it. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, that is different. That's innovative. And they're thinking for the quality of life of we can benefit our families. If we can use, use this technology in a way that shortens our work weeks and gives us more time to be within the community with our families. And I'm like, okay. That give me another perspective. Like, okay, it, you can go almost any direction you want if it's going to provide value 
the people in those areas and they were taking it that direction. I was like, okay, this is, it's endless. And that's where the culture shift comes in because each culture will look at it, how it benefits them different ways. When you look at um, cryptocurrency. So now you have 2.5 billion people in the world that never had access to a bank or loans. Now they can go on their phones and a wallet where a government can't go and manipulate the, the inflation of it. They can't go into their bank and take it. They can do a loan with somebody around the world saying, okay, now I can get a loan to buy this and somebody's going to accept my money and it's recognized on a global level. That's never happened before. Wow. So it's, it's that culture shift of how we've always done things for hundreds of years or thousands of years. Now it's different where you have a technology that's providing trust where I no longer need a, a third party involved where I can do a peer-to-peer transaction with someone. And if Satoshi Nakamoto never, or the pseudonymous Satoshi Nakamoto never came up with the idea, we never would have had blockchain because he needed to build blockchain to make Bitcoin so secure. So they, it's something that's so revolutionary that it's hard for people to put their graphs or heads around because I think the, man, the mindset is, oh, it's just a new technology or it's just this. And the education of it is like, no, if you take a step back, and you say, okay, please tell me what this stuff can really do, then that's where the adoption is going to start to happen. Mm-hmm. So as we, as we bring our podcast in for a landing here, uh, why don't you share a way that our audiences can connect with you, and then also if you have any resources for our blockchain enthusiasts. Sure. Um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. It's always the best way to find me. Um, or you can shoot me an email at jryley at cncblockchainadvisory.io. Um, I always answer my emails. I also always accept my LinkedIn invites. When people want to have a conversation, I always will set up a call. I think the more, and we kind of, kind of whatever, this blockchain is a team sport. And if the more you talk to people and collaborate with them, the more everyone learns about it. I, will, I, mean, I can learn from people that are just getting into blockchain just by a story they came across. And I think that's helpful. Because I think everyone needs to feed off kind of that energy and that passion on blockchain and helps everybody kind of get the word out there in different ways. And because you can have different passions, whether it's in Bitcoin or whether it's in being a crypto miner or in blockchain, everybody can benefit from knowing people in different areas of where their passions are. Um, and I say when you look at looking for ways to learn about it, um, there's definitely there's classes you can take. Um, there's certifications out there you can take. I definitely recommend those as well. Uh, through different companies, just kind of verify which company you're getting a certification from. And also really just kind of going and trying to meet with other people at meetup groups. I think when the, the networking is the most important thing when it comes to blockchain of being around like-minded people, because you never know how those are going to benefit yourself or other people or where it's going to take you. And I think those are some of the key areas I think people can really get into blockchain at. Excellent. John, thank you so much. I think those are great places to start. And we really appreciate you coming on the podcast and talking with us today. Anytime. I appreciate the invitation to talk with you. And thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks for following up with us today. Blockchain Inside, the podcast is co-produced by Purdue Blockchain Lab and CastBox. Please subscribe to our show on castbox.fm slash blockchain lab and leave a comment there if you have any questions. I'm Coach Culbertson. With me is Kimberly Culbertson. Thanks for hanging out with us. Have a great day.